Hi everyone, I'm Claire Liu and I'm the CEO of Know Your Company and today I am super excited to have with me Wayne Sutton who is a serial entrepreneur. He's also the co-founder and CTO of Change Catalyst which hosts Tech Inclusion which is this great uh, tech conference and he's just in general extremely passionate about making the tech industry more diverse and more inclusive. And I actually have never met Wayne in person. Uh, I actually read this really insightful piece that he wrote on Medium a while back about entrepreneurship and depression and self-awareness. And it was so vulnerable and I thought so well done that I you know, just sort of reached out cold and really wanted to have you on the heartbeat. So Wayne, thank you for being here. And I'm excited to ask you this one question about leadership. Great, great. So thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for reaching out and um, looking forward to the conversation. Absolutely. So, okay, Wayne, here's the question. It's what's one thing you wish you would have learned earlier as a leader? Great question. The one thing I wish I would learn early as a leader is self-awareness. Um, self-awareness about how I process my thoughts, my emotions, how and why I feel a certain way in certain interactions, in certain environments, or, or, or how did I even become self-aware to identify trigger moments or trigger interactions with people. And what can I do to, to positively um, make change when a trigger moment happened? Um, that could be something from my childhood or a relationship or another professional environment. And, and also in self-awareness, uh, I, I would learn about um, how environments affects my productivity, uh, how disruption um, in terms of workflow or meetings or interactions can increase or decrease my my momentum in terms of being productive throughout the day and what I need to do to uh, refuel myself. Hmm. So if I had to sum up self-awareness about how my thoughts, my emotions, my interactions, that helps me be uh, a better person, a better leader, uh, a better human, um, and a happier individual. Absolutely. So I, I love that answer, Wayne, because I think self-awareness is probably the most underrated aspect of leadership. There's not a lot of books that you read about self-awareness with leaders. You read about uh, sort of power and authority and decision-making and strategy and growth, but not often about self-awareness. So I love that that's something you mentioned. For you, when in your career did you realize how important this was? Was this something sort of very early on when you were starting to become an entrepreneur you realized right away? Or was this something kind of later in your career and only more recently where you've realized the importance of self-awareness? It was way more late in my career. Mm -hmm. uh, it was after the story, like many people, you hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. and, and it came after I hit rock bottom. Um, it came in a situation where I, I literally moved all the way across the country from North Carolina to San Francisco. Uh, I had a, a, a very young son. I was going through a separation, divorce. Um, I had co-founded an incubator and accelerator for underrepresented founders. Mm -hmm. I made a decision to leave, leave that. And now I'm in this whole new world. 
uh, a lot of sacrifices, different environment. I had a very small support network in the Bay Area, not that many friends. There's, mo- there's a lot of homelessness here. 90% of the homeless, I think, is African American, so people look like me. And I went to a stage of deep, dark depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, and during the, during, I'll probably say the middle and after that, I started reading books, everything on conflict resolution, codependence, um, um, uh, books around love, books around um, meditation. Um, started med- getting into meditation, started a meditation practice. Uh, one minute, three minutes, 10 yes. minutes, 20 minutes, um, and through that journey. Um, and then along with that journey, I had to take some time off. And then through all that, I started going to a therapist, and that therapist started helping me process all those emotions and get to some root cause of my thinking um, patterns and my mindset that created some aha moments for me. It was like, this is why I feel this way. Mm. This is why I think this way. Um, and through all those those trials and those interactions and, ther- and assessing the therapy and reading books, it started answering one question. And the question uh, was why. Hmm. And as I start getting to the why, yes. you become more self-aware. Yes. I... Um... First of all, I'm I'm blown away by by that level of self-reflection because I think for all of us in our lives, we we hit a moment of, of rock bottom. It's different levels for different people, right? Of course, but there are always uh, sort of turning points in people's lives where you go, oh yeah, that was that was a dark time, or oh that was that was not when I was at my best. And I think it's interesting the reactions people can have to that. So you can sort of bulldoze your way through it and sort of keep your habits the way you've been always doing things and you just kind of find a way through it and the path that you're describing Wayne requires a lot more introspection requires a lot more change and self-reflection and you said the most important question is is why I think I guess for you know the leaders who are watching this who maybe saying, Wayne, I, I've been in your situation, right? I've, I've been through a, a traumatic low point in my life, or I'm going through that, that right now. I mean, what advice do you have for them to have the courage to be this introspective? Because it's scary. Like, how did, you, how did you decide to, for example, go see a therapist? How did you decide to start doing some active self-work and reading books? How did you decide to start, you know, asking this question, why? Yeah, um, I want to say first, I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my family, uh, close friends, mentors who care about me, um, and um, people who I may have had one or two interactions with who are now like my mentors and you know in life and lifelong friends and buddies. Um, so that's one. Um, um, and then after that. The time I took off was the most helpful hmm. in that moment. Yeah. Um, and I understand that I was in a privileged 
environment to be able to say, all right, I can take almost a month off and disconnect from everything. Yes. A lot of people can't do that. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I was able to do that. And um, but it's one of the it's one of the good and bad problems about hitting rock bottom. You have nowhere to go but up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so took that time off, and then once I got emotionally and intellectually uh, back on track, I was reminded of my goals. Hmm. Reminded that I have I have a son. Reminded that um, I why I came to San Francisco. What were my objectives? What did I want to accomplish in life? And and from there it's like with baby steps. Make a little small change to say, okay, um, I can't give up. Yes. That's number one. Number two is that um, create a plan. Like mm. I, I had put things in motion before I took the time off. Um, that okay, I was um, moving into a new apartment, in San Francisco. Um, that was going to be available when I got back or when I was ready. Um, I had a job offer from a, 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 with an early stage startup. That was going to be ready when I got back if I choose. Um, um, my divorce was final, um, and and I had a little bit of cash and say, you know what, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And then with that plan was uh, continue with a therapist. And then I, asked, I met with a couple and in San Francisco. There's like there's not a lot of like the black population is I think it's five percent and a therapist I think is maybe one percent and I got fortunate to connect with a one black therapist because I wanted someone who can relate with my coach and identity and she was phenomenal and and to help me understand um, what was going on and so with all that uh, that plan that strategy um, it helped me get to a level of answering the question like why like why did I feel this way why did I, um, um, you know, think there was a moment where I, I, I had to give up? Um, why um, did I make those decisions um, to to even move out here? Like all these things helped me identify the why. Yes. Uh, I hope I asked the question. Um, oh, beyond even beyond <laughs> what I was originally asking, Wayne. I think so many threads I want to pull on here and highlight for people who. Uh, can can relate to the situation. I mean, one, you talked about the importance of a support group and a support network and a community. And I think as leaders, it's so easy to say that we can go it on our own, right? That we, we don't need anyone in that. We're the leader. Everyone's looking to us when in reality, something that I love that you talked about was, no, lean on your close friends. Lean on even acquaintances who've, who've said that one encouraging thing to you. So I think that's that's something that's really key. And I think the second uh, sort of piece I want to, to highlight that you mentioned is the importance of pausing and taking a break. We uh, rush so easily in our day-to-day lives, especially as leaders, to, to find a solution, to work at a certain pace. And that's great. I'm all about speed and getting things done. You know, I'm sure you are too. Like no one's, no one's saying not to do that, but the, I mean, you said you took a month off, right? Uh, and the importance, the importance of, of, of pausing. Uh, yeah, I'm curious, Wayne, you know, when you wrote this blog post around self-awareness, and I'm sure as you talked to plenty of entrepreneurs and founders, uh, what advice do you give them around, you know, 
being more self-aware is 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 there anything that you feel like you wish you would have known earlier in terms of um you know sort of having people you know or sharing with people these are the things I yeah I I, I wish I would have would have known earlier or, or or make sure to sort of take advantage of these things as um as leader or be mindful of these things yes yes is is it can be challenging working on entrepreneurs who are not ready to process that. Mm-hmm. Um, and something I want to touch on before I answer that question yes. is is what on a comment that you made about taking that time off yes. uh, and being transparent because we have made a huge mistake in the tech industry um, identifying role models with God complexes, type A behavior to have all the answers. Yes. We have a huge human fundamental culture mistake in the tech industry because um, that's not how we are as humans that's not actually how we do business that's not actually how we um succeed in life yeah. and often hear these stories of people you know i'm not richard branson or or um or uh, elon musk say yeah i don't i try to use I try not to use no more than one white male example at a time because <laughs> like there, there's more, right? Of course. Uh, there, of course. There's Rob Johnson, who's the, the billion-dollar African-American yes. um, uh, investor. So it's like yep. there's all these famous people who come out later and just talk about, oh, do all this sort of stuff, like like, like when they made it. Mm. And so I just want to touch on that, that as humans, that and we talk about leaders, leadership, um, um, you don't have to have all the answers, and I strongly believe the more you can take time to refuel, reflect on uh, the little wins and the losses, um, and be transparent about your feelings, the better you will be, and you'll be able to lead. Yes. Uh, so take the time off, and so with that, the advice I offer your entrepreneurs because many are just going. That's how I was early in my career. I'm in my 40s now, and they're just going. They're trying to get money. They're trying to raise money. They're trying to get their product launched. They're trying to find a CTO. They're trying to launch a company, trying to go to get customers. And they're just focused on the goals. Mm. And I've been there. He's so focused on, I need to hit this metric. I need to get this goal. I need to meet this person. It's going to change my life. And you're not taking a step back to say, okay, you meet this person, but how are you feeling? Mm. What do you what are, What are you gonna do? Yes. What happens? What happens is everything. Everybody says yes. What happens is everybody says no. How are you gonna deal with that emotionally? Right. How do you handle rejection? Right. How do you handle success? Are you grateful for the little wins? Do you celebrate that gratefulness with your colleagues? Mm-hmm. So you're trying to break it down to simple transactional. Uh, interactions that are emotional mm. and then you start processing that way then it's like oh I don't know how what happened if I told no I don't know if you know I didn't told yes and we get the deal and everything's perfect I don't I don't know and I'm gonna be happy yeah but then what happens if you do you are told no a hundred times and try to raise a million dollars and you're like I'm going to succeed no matter what have you thought about how you handle rejection and those type questions get to a process of becoming self-aware because it starts making you cognitively think about how you deal with interactions. And then it also touches on the why because it's like you may be angry and take it out on a coworker, or maybe angry, upset because um, 
you didn't reach your big vision of raising a million dollars, but what's the why with that? You tried so hard and you were told no, 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 no. Mm. In terms of you know you deserve a raise or salary promotion and you see a coworker or a male get it and you didn't if you're a woman. And you know you deserve it. So that's your why. So try to bring down to transaction interactions is how I uh, interact with entrepreneurs to help them become a process self-aware. And then once they become, get that stage and say, like, understand, well, this is why I'm not happy or I'm not succeeding or I'm, I'm not good emotional state, then we can talk about solutions. Hmm. Absolutely. I, I love, um, yeah, I love what you're saying about just slowing down that process for, for how we make those decisions instead of rushing into them. And I mean, I've caught myself in this often, which is uh, you're on autopilot. You see the goal, you know what you need to do, and it's just a matter of sort of sprinting or running. Uh, to, to get there, but uh, it, you know that's how athletes injure themselves, right? It's when yes. they're, they're not training properly or sleeping well or understanding the mechanics of their body or asking uh, you know, if they're stra- overstressing a certain part, right? Not to take the analogy too far, but I think uh, you know, turning off that autopilot and, and really self-reflecting is how we build that self-awareness. So Wayne, thank you so much for for your incredible insights. It's um, yeah, it's just refreshing to have such a clear and real perspective on the psychology of, of being a leader, being an entrepreneur, and not always having everything go your way all the time because that's sure as life. So thank you. Yes, that, you're welcome. You're welcome, and that's you're right. That's how life works. You got it. Thanks again. <laughs>